Happy new decade. Happy new decade. We're still here, despite attempts to end the world in the first week of 2020. Not by me. You are masterminding it all, surely. Well, I don't like to take too much credit, but... Well, you weren't, you weren't there when it was happening, so you're Spider-Man, right? <laughs> what does that mean? No idea. You were masterminding it all, all of it then. What does this have to do with Spider-Man? Because he wasn't there, and that's how MJ figures it out. I think maybe you know more about Spider-Man than me. You watched Far From Home. That's how she figures it out. Oh, yeah. I watched Far From Home on a plane, so my brain was mostly switched off. Okay. So where have you come back from? I have come back from the UK. Did you get many gifts? As you will remember from last time, there was a pact. We had a pact. Small gifts only. I received a handful of rubies and sapphires. No, I received some small gifts. Did you give out the small gifts? Yes, I, I gave out the small gifts that I described in that episode, which it turns out were actually fine. Well, sort of. Small in value now. Small in value. What did you get? Uh, to give an example of how things worked out in the end, one of my sisters told me that all she had for me was a paperclip with a dog on it. Well, you, you can't just say a paperclip with a dog on it because it's like a big dog with a small paperclip on it. <laughs> okay, fine. It was... Technically, it wasn't really a paperclip. It was like one of those plastic bulldog clips with like a plastic dashend on it. Why a dashend? Why not? I guess I, it just seems like a strange dog to choose for me. You know, on my on my ranking of dogs. Well, I mean, who ranks dogs anyway? <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like a dachshund is sufficiently cute for you. They're just so long. They're just so long. I wouldn't rule it out, Mike with a Dachshund. Mike with an Alsatian, I'll rule out. Mike with a Husky, actually maybe. Yeah, Huskies are cool. So go on, sorry. Your bulldog clip with a plastic dog on it. But she then presented me with a larger gift, a, lo- a physically larger gift, which was an AeroPress, which is a device for making coffee by hand. Assuming you have ground coffee beans, not to just produce coffee beans from, <laughs> like, the ether. <laughs> and then my other sister gave me a load of stuff from Forever 21, because it was closing down. <laughs> For you as well? Yeah. They sell men's clothes, it turns out. Oh, I didn't know that. So she gave me a cardigan from Forever 21. Are you sure it's men's cardigan? It, it says men's. It actually says men's on it. Did she just scribble out the W.O.? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> But I think it was like 50p. Like, I'm being serious here. Because, like, we we walked through Forever 21 and it was literally like, everything is closing, everything must go. Everything was 50p. It was crazy. The, yeah. only, thing, the only thing that wasn't 50p were, like, the fixtures and fittings. Like, you could literally buy all the clothes racks. They were, like, £6. Is Forever 21 okay? No, it's dead. Brutal. It's feeling 22 and it's gone. That's a Taylor Swift reference. Okay. Don't ask me why I know that. I'm disappointed I don't know the reference. 
And then from my mother, which is the most random, she handed me this box and I unwrapped it and it was a set of his and hers electric toothbrushes. And I was like, wait, what? And she was like, oh, sorry, that's not the right box. (laughs) And then she handed me a different box and I unwrapped it. And it was some weird, like, toy pellet gun thing that shot... BB gun. It wasn't a BB gun. It was like... It it was this weird, like, thing that hovered polystyrene balls and then you could try and shoot them with rubber bands. And she was just like, I found it around the house. (laughs) So my mum just wrapped things that she found in the house. Potentially there were things that already belonged to you as well. Who knows who they belong to? But, but they she, all... do- she doesn't know for sure. Well, nobody knows. That the house is like the TARDIS. It's just become like it. It's just it just like generates matter <laughs> on its own. So goodness knows where some of these things have come from over the years. Wait, so it wasn't even packaged up? No, no, it was wrapped. No, no, that's not what I mean. I can wrap a, a rubber band and give it to his gift, but is the rubber band in its own? No, no, it was in its, it's, it's own. It was in its own packaging. Whoa, she she probably bought it randomly some years ago because she thought it'd be funny, and then she bottled it at the time, and now she's back. Clever. I mean, actually, do you know about this? You know, like my house is full of snakes. No, if you told me that, I wouldn't. I would not have gone to get give you your VR headset. <laughs> not real snakes. You know the whole snake in a tin thing. Oh, yes, I know about that. Yeah, so it's just like that. My mum just buys stuff like that. Sorry, to explain the snake thing, my mum at one point bought like a dozen snake in a tin snakes. You know, like when you open the tin and this squeaky springy snake thing just bursts out and then she then proceeded to hide them all around the house just for the lols. (laughs) And then when people would come around to visit my mother's house, they'd be like, ooh, a tin of nuts. And they'd open it and a snake would burst out and hit them in the face. But you don't go around, you don't go around to other people's homes and open their tins randomly. Well, that'll teach you for <laughs> opening their tins randomly. But she got very creative about it. Like, she bought a very small one and she hid it in a jar of mustard. Like an empty jar of mustard. But she painted... She painted the jar with yellow paint, with mustard yellow paint, in fact. So it looks like it's a full jar of mustard. But when you open the jar of mustard, a snake just bursts out. That's quite good. Yeah, it's... This is what it was like living at my family house. I can... Um, it's obvious that your mum is retired. I thought you were going to say ret- <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Well, I didn't say that. I hope your mum is listening. We we can't even say that word. There's, there's, that's a that's an inappropriate word in in 2020, in 2019 as well. To be honest, <laughs> sorry, I might have to bleep that one. <laughs> that's a whole new section. We should do inappropriate words for 2020. So, what else did you do while you were back at home? This this is just like follow up from last year's pre chat. I went to Secret Cinema. What can you say? Nothing. It's a secret. Is that what they tell you? They didn't actually tell me anything. Well, then you can say everything. Oh, but that'd be spoilers. It'd be rude. Okay, sorry, don't. Just put a spoiler warning and just go for it. No, no, I can't. I can't really do that. Come on. 
It was good though. <laughs> You're right. That's so bland. I can't just say <laughs> that. What can I say? Yeah, you can tell. You talk about how your amazing get up. Oh, it was a terrible get up. It looked ridiculous. I was. I had to dress up in like eighties hip hop clothing. In the end, I think we just ordered from Amazon an eighties hip hop outfit. Well, it was a bucket hat and a giant blinging gold chain in the shape of a dollar sign and a ring in the shape of a dollar sign encrusted with fake diamonds. So I was wearing that. And nothing else, just the accessories. Well, like a bomber jacket and, you know, trainers, which is lucky because I already owned those items. And... Yeah, what to say, we went in, it was like the Starcourt Mall. To be honest, it was just a small arcade and the ice cream, the Scoops ice cream parlor. And then a few shops that were selling, well, to be honest, merch. Stranger Things themed merch and like 80s clothing. And then the bigger part of it was the 4th of July fair. Again, from Stranger Things season three. So they had, you know, like hot dogs and a coconut shy and then a big kind of stage in the middle where people were doing, you know, like cheerleading or country dancing or whatever. And then it was kind of cool because they actually had actors who looked like the actors from Stranger Things, which is really shocking. So they'd actually found actors who were dressed and looked a lot like the actors from the show. It was just kind of crazy, if you think, because like on the show, they're kids. And they'd actually just found like grown adults who really looked like those kids. And then, of course, also actors who looked like the adults too. So they had like a fake Winona Ryder and then a fake Sheriff and a fake Alexi and so on and so on and so on. And they had several fake 11s because they needed 11 in her shaved hair form and 11 in her long hair form and so on. So they were running around and like reenacting bits of the show and would interact with you as well you could go and talk to them and they'd stay in character and then the other crazy thing is you had quests so they were basically like quest givers so as part of like the briefing for the event you know you had a login to this website that told you you know this is your character name dress like this there was also an email that said go and find the person wearing a sash from your, you know, group and they'll they'll tell you how to find the truth. You know, from Murray Bauman, like action for truth. So, you know, the the conspiracy theory guy. And so you went in there and for each of the different like character groups, so you know, hip hop, pop kids, new wave, whatever, they had someone there wearing a sash and you could go and talk to them and they were like the quest giver. And they they basically told you who to talk to and they were like you know we all did a high five and stuff and then you had to go out into the fair and find the person and they'd give you the next step of the quest and so like for us for the hip hoppers we had to talk to a guy at the coconut shy and then go to the back of the scoops ice cream parlor and knock on the back door and give a code and then we'd go into the back room and that guy would explain us more and give us another bit of the quest but your but your family weren't hip hoppers no so you could basically choose whose quest you followed so I and another friend who was there, we were both hip hoppers, so we were doing the hip hop quest. And then other members of my family went off and did the New Romantics quest. Do I mean New Romantics? Whatever. However the hell they were dressed, that group's quest. Yeah. And the pop kids, too many people were pop kids, so we couldn't get in the, you know, so 
my sister never actually managed to get to her quest giver because there was just such a massive queue for them. So she said, just screw it. And she just went and did one of the other quest lines. So you didn't have to do the quest line for who you were dressed up with. You could just pick one and go with it. As long as you knew like the start point of the quest, you could then just follow the thread. But the quest lines basically took you into secret areas and things too. So there were some bits we just didn't get into because they were like, what's the password? And we're like, oh, we don't know. It's like, then you're not coming in. You know, so like secret rooms you could only get to if you knew the password from the quest. And then there are other bits where, yeah, we got into secret bits. Like, well, I got into the back of that scoops ice cream parlor. There was another secret party we went into where we went into this like completely dark room, like this huge dark room. And it was just like a table and there was a guy tied up lying on the table and all these people sitting around it. And it was like a cannibalistic random thing. Anyway, it was cool. And then it culminated in this big final event with showing clips of the show and again people live reenacting it which sounds like it'd be really lame but actually it was pretty cool indoors and outdoors it was all indoors it was all inside like this massive warehouse that they'd gone and built this in it was an all-night affair yeah like three and a half hours from when you went into the end moving on moving on 2010 predictions this is so funny you sent me this link I did. Of predictions for the next decade. And I looked at this link and yeah, they generally seemed all fairly plausible predictions. Apart from a whole bunch saying Duke Nukem Forever will be released. And I was like, dude, Duke Nukem Forever released in 2011. And then I realized that this article was from 2010. It was from January 1st, 2010. Which actually makes it kind of shocking because so many of the predictions actually sounded kind of plausible for today. Which, as we record, is the 10th of January, 2020. So, did you have any predictions you wanted to pick out? Well, first off, this list was from Y Combinator, what, Hacker News, which is like a tech startup kind of Reddit clone. I mean... Clone's probably the wrong word because it probably predates Reddit or something. Who knows? But it's functions kind of like Reddit and it's by a lot of coders and startup people. So a lot of the predictions were very technical and talking about like functional programming will become popular or functional programming will become like trash and stuff like that or predictions about, you know, the cost of a high resolution monitor and things. So there, there were lots of those that I actually found pretty interesting and funny especially the ones that sounded plausible even today, but they'll also be completely meaningless to most people, I think. So yeah, all I really wanted to comment on was Tune Can Forever, which I thought was funny. Why don't you pick some? What do you want to say? Do a couple of good ones about Apple and Google. One saying Apple would still be relevant even without Steve Jobs. One actually foresaw the health issues that Steve Jobs would have. Yeah, I mean, it says... Apple will still remain relevant even though Steve Jobs will have to leave his position due to health issues or something else, which technically is true. Apple's relevance is... Surprising. It really is surprising. Because, like... Yeah, this is going to be like that sketch about, yes, but what have the Romans done for us recently? Right? Like, but what have Apple done recently? I mean, AirPods Pros, which are actually... Awesome. And they're making a, a shit ton of money. Billions of dollars. Yeah, from what? 
from AirPods. AirPods, okay, fine. Yeah, they deserve that. I, I do actually really like the AirPods Pros. I think they actually are very good. Because even non-Apple users are buying AirPod Pros. Because they are actually really good. Any more on Apple? Well, and no one predicted AirPods Pros in this list. Just, just saying. But uh, no. Google was an interesting one. One saw that Google will have a change of management and then it would be its downfall. Uh, what, do you think this is true? I think this is true. Do you not think so? Is Google evil? It's not saying that Google will become evil. It's saying there'll be a downfall. I mean, I don't think there's been any oh. downfall for Google. Google is no, as just powerful the, as ever. It's just the beginning. It's definitely just the beginning. It's taken a decade to get here. For them to... Uh, well, they, they have officially had a change in management now. Hmm. I, I just... Well, these are predictions that people made in 2010 that kind of came true. I, I think it's funny the ones that people made in 2010 that sound like plausible predictions for the 2020s. You know, like one of them is talking about ubiquitous Wi-Fi or cellular in even trivial consumer goods. And then those goods won't work in like dark zones where there's no internet. You know, I definitely feel like this is a really valid prediction for the 2020s. But someone made this prediction in the 2010s. And in the 2010s, I think it wasn't really true. But 2020s, I really think it's going to happen. Was there one on driverless vehicles? Yeah, probably. <laughs> it's a long list. Fine. Maybe not, then. I'm going to make one up. No one knows. <laughs> you, know, you know what? I just scrolled through the whole list. There's nothing about driverless cars that I can see. Oh, really? See. <laughs> yeah. Shoot. Oh, no, it's right there. It's right there. <laughs> Sorry. Driverless cars will appear. Oh, uh, whoops. This is what I get all the time from Sir Mike. <laughs> This is what I'm working with. I'm sorry. It's right there at the very top. <laughs> you know what? We're living in a post-fact world. <laughs> you, that, it's so f***ing true. You should write the f***ing book. The truth is what I say it is. <laughs> Am I Donald Trump? 